At WakeMed MyCare 365, we deliver convenience others only talk about every day of the year. Primary care and urgent care under one roof. Multiple locations, virtual visits, walk-in or schedule an appointment online. From annual physicals and routine care to sinus infection, strep, or the flu, we couldn't be more convenient. Learn more about our kind of care and our kind of convenience at wakemed.org. Shot in 4K Ultra High Definition, your number one source for local news. WRAL News, coverage you can count on. Taking a look at our rain this morning, not a whole lot left, but we still have the potential for more as we head through the afternoon. I'll walk you through the timeline for today. I'm just, thank God that nobody got hurt. No one hurt, but a lot of damage left to clean up this morning after a tornado touched down here in North Carolina. How long it could take to fix the damage to this shopping center? Plus, a big company is now promising to pay up after a cancer-causing chemical was found in drinking water across the country, including here at home. And how Harney County is hoping to address a growing mental health crisis today with a focus on those who have served our country. We have that and so much more to get your Friday morning started. Thank you for joining us. I'm Michelle McConaughey in for an HU. And I'm Chris Lovingood in for Jeff Hogan. It's, uh, I don't know, kind of muggy outside walking yeah. there. I know it rained overnight, but the thing is, I know it's not over. We still have some showers mm. expected today. Meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner right now is tracking that as you were waking up this morning. Yeah, Chris, that rain isn't gone, but we won't see as much as yesterday and our chance for severe storms is much lower. So we take a look at the big picture and we are seeing some rain up the I-85 quarter north of Durham. A little bit of that off to the east, but for the most part, a lot of folks not seeing rain just now. There will be more later on. North of Durham up I-85 from Creedmoor to Henderson and on up into Mecklenburg County, Virginia. We do have some rain and some lightning out there this morning. None of that is severe. Uh, we do have a storm tracker that is out on the road just south of Durham. There's a little patch of rain there right on I-40. Let's take a look at what we're seeing out there uh, with storm tracker and you can see um, it's raining hard enough for some windchill wipers out there this morning, uh, but we are fortunate that at least right now we don't have a lot of heavy rain around the Triangle area where we tend to uh, have a lot of traffic backup sometimes when it's a, a rainy commute out there. So uh, we thank uh, photojournalist Keith Baker for being out there in the storm tracker, taking another look for us. Let's take a look at what's happening for us with our flood watch. It ends at 8 a.m., so that's definitely good news. There still could be a lot of water on the roads. If you do run into water over the roads, obviously you want to turn around and go the other way. Here's future cast this morning. You can see where that rain is from Durham northward up towards South Hill at 530. It's pretty quiet out there, so not looking at very much rain for the morning commute. Some light patchy showers out there, but it doesn't look like we'll see anything heavy. Once we get to lunchtime, we begin to see some heavier rain developing. You can see at two o'clock here comes another wave of rain. It'll be scattered, but some of those scattered showers could produce some heavy rain and some lightning. Look at this, though. By the evening, there actually may be a few breaks in the clouds. We can see some sunshine before sunset. Here's a live look at Franklinton. Franklinton definitely wet. You're going to see a lot of wet roads out there as you're heading out. 72 is our current temperature, so it's warm, and it will be a uh, it'll be a warm afternoon. Temperatures will climb into the low 80s, a little warmer than we've seen the last several days. Still watching the tropics, we have Brett, and as of 11 o'clock last night, we also have tropical storm Cindy. Right now, Brett is uh, 50 miles west of St. Vincent, which is one of, one of the small islands right here um, in the Leeward Island chain. It's moving west at 17 with 60 mile per hour winds. They're definitely seeing.
seeing some windy conditions that could cause some minor damage and some heavy, uh, some heavy rain. By tomorrow, that storm continues to move west and fizzles out there in the Caribbean. Tropical storm Cindy moving northwest at 14 miles per hour. It has winds at 40 miles per hour, so it is a fairly weak tropical storm. It doesn't go the same way that Brett does. It moves up here into the Atlantic, but also looks like it will dissipate early next week. All right. Thanks, Elizabeth. Cleanup is expected to start again this morning at a North Carolina shopping center, and that is because a tornado hit it. You can clearly see the damage here from above. This is drone video showing the damage to the Furniture Fair store in Kinston. That's just southeast of Goldsboro. Now, just before 11 last night, the National Weather Service confirmed a tornado touched down there. On a scale of zero to five, this was an EF1 tornado with speeds reaching 100 miles per hour. The storm blew out windows, tore a hole in the roof, and whipped debris around even breaking down power lines. You don't have that time of understanding it's coming and you start prepping and then you have the situation take place, you mitigate it and you go through a recovery stage. Now I should mention no one was hurt during this. Authorities say cleanup could last through the weekend. You can plan ahead for severe weather with the WREL weather app. It allows you to watch radar in real time to see when storms are in your area. It's free wherever you download your apps. Traffic is flowing again this morning on a stretch of I-95 in Nash County after two separate tractor-trailer crashes. Crews worked through the night to clean up the mess in Rocky Mount. Take a look at the video here of the damage from the WREL breaking news tracker. One of the tractor-trailers slid off the side of the road, flipping onto its side. The driver was taken to the hospital and is expected to survive. State troopers say the driver had been trying to avoid a separate crash involving a tractor-trailer and two other cars. No one was hurt and that first wreck. Investigators are trying to understand what specifically caused a submersible to implode near the wreck of the Titanic. They'll be looking into that again this morning. Five people died when the Titan vessel fell apart in the Atlantic Ocean. A remote operated vehicle discovered the wreckage yesterday after a four day search. It lost contact just two hours into its trip and the U.S. Navy revealed last night officers heard the sound of an implosion right around that time. We asked a UNC marine sciences expert what might have happened. Some components, for example, the plexiglass window, were not even certified for a depth of 4,000 meters, only for a depth of 1,300 meters. That means these components can crack basically at any point during the dive. And it's, it's almost a miracle that something like this has not happened sooner. It is so important to mention the CEO of the company that made the submersible expressed frustration with safety regulations before he died in the implosion. This morning, one community will take concrete steps to address a growing mental health crisis. Data shows more than three million people suffering from mental health or substance abuse disorders are here in North Carolina. WRL's Kelsey Coffee is live in Harnett County, where officials are hoping to lower that number. And Kelsey, today they're focusing their efforts on veterans. On average, nearly 17 veterans die of suicide every day, according to the Department of Affairs. Uh, and this event that's happening this morning in, at the Harnett County Library is working to prevent that. So they're calling it Hope for Harnett. It includes a panel discussion that addresses the reality about veteran suicide and mental health. Panelist Matthew Ellard is a local veteran who says he once struggled with his mental health. Data from the VA shows veteran suicide rates are decreasing, but one death is too many. Access to care is key. We've got a lot of veterans coming out of the military and even older veterans who just, they don't know what their resources are available to them, especially when they're in a, a crisis event where they're 
on the verge of doing something that they can't take back. The event starts at 10 o'clock this morning, and maybe you're watching this story and you're thinking, well, I'm not a veteran. This doesn't apply to me. Well, Ellard says it actually does. He says that most veterans that are contemplating suicide feel isolated. So he's encouraging people to find a veteran in their life and give them a sense of community, help them know that they're not alone. Kelsey Coffey, WRL News, live in Harnett County. And if you or someone you know is experiencing mental health challenges or having suicidal thoughts, there are people wanting to help. You can contact the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline at any time. The number is on your screen. It's 988. You can also visit 988lifeline.org for more resources. New this morning, the company 3M will pay out more than $10 billion. That's because of accusations that it contaminated drinking water for millions of people. 3M just reached that settlement with hundreds of cities and towns for its use over forever chemicals known as PFAS. They're used in products such as firefighting foam and nonstick coatings. These chemicals are linked to cancer and found in water around the country, including here in North Carolina. Now, as part of the settlement, 3M did not admit any wrongdoing. A judge still needs to approve this deal. It follows a settlement announced earlier this month with other PFAS makers, including Chemours and DuPont. Investigators will work this morning to find out what started a fire at a home in Wendell. It happened late last night on Gale Ridge Lane. Dozens of firefighters worked to put out the flames. You can see the fire caused serious damage to the second floor. No one was home at the time. Firefighters tell us the owners are on vacation. New restrictions on transgender student athletes could soon be law in North Carolina. A bill to ban them from playing on girls and women's sports teams is now on Governor Cooper's desk. He's expected to veto it, but the Republican-controlled General Assembly has enough votes to override him. The new rules would affect private and public colleges as well as high schools. Right now, there are only two students in the entire state to whom the restrictions apply. This is just one of many anti-trans bills being pushed by GOP lawmakers in North Carolina. Members of the LGBTQ community say the new restrictions won't stop them from celebrating Pride this weekend in Raleigh. The city is holding its annual Pride Festival downtown. Thousands of people are expected to turn out, and many say they hope anti-trans bills will only encourage people to be more vocal about their support for the community. Well, the rhetoric has not been this targeted in my memory as it has been this year. Um, and it's important that we do make an effort to show out and show that we're not going to be put down so easily. And we have a full list of Pride events this weekend on WREL.com. Some local basketball players have a lot to celebrate this morning. So excited. I'm just so happy. You know, I've been waiting for this. Here from the two who learned overnight. They're going to get to play in the NBA. Very exciting. Plus, more frozen fruit is being taken off shelves because of a potentially dangerous contamination. What you need to know about the recall affecting items that could be in your freezer right now. And folks, we are still dealing with this rain this morning as you look live at Chapel Hill. Pretty quiet over there right now. Meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner is tracking when that rain moves out and how your weekend is shaping up. From the WRAL Severe Weather Center, North Carolina's most experienced team of meteorologists. 
443, we're taking a look at the radar this morning. Most of the rain at this point is along the ID5 corridor. We'll zoom in. We definitely have some lightning with this, but none of this is severe. Some of this rain is going to be heavy right through Henderson and then up into South Hill. This is going to zip out pretty quickly. That's going to leave us on the drier side this morning. We do still have the flood watch in effect until 8 a.m. That's to sort of cover all the rain that we saw overnight last night. You could run in some wet conditions out there on the roads this morning. We take a live look at Apex, and you can see the road is damp there. If you're thinking of getting out and exercising this morning, it's warm and it's muggy. Temperatures are in the low 70s. Um, but again, we're not looking at a whole lot of rain. We'll have the potential for some scattered storms this afternoon. It will be warmer with highs in the low 80s. I'll show you when we reach 90s again. Today, a portion of I-95 in Philadelphia that collapsed earlier this month will reopen days ahead of schedule. The six-lane highway is expected to reopen at noon today. Crews have been working around the clock since the highway collapsed on June 11th after a fiery tractor-trailer crash. Pocono Raceway helped speed up the process by providing a truck-mounted jet dryer, which helped the asphalt dry faster. The armorer for the movie Rust is facing new charges linked to the deadly shooting on set. Hannah Gutierrez-Reed Gutierrez -Reed is now charged with tampering with evidence. That's in addition to two counts of involuntary manslaughter and the death of cinematographer Helena Hutchins. Prosecutors say she handed off drugs to another person on set after the shooting to prevent police from finding them on her. Her attorneys deny the new allegations and prosecutors dismissed involuntary manslaughter charges against actor Alec Baldwin earlier this year. In Wyoming, abortion pills will remain legal for now after a judge's ruling against a first-of-its-kind law to ban them. The judge blocked the ban from taking effect July 1st while the lawsuit against it moves forward. Wyoming is the first state in the country to specifically ban abortion pills. A law that would block nearly all legal abortions is also on hold here. New this morning, more frozen fruit is being pulled from stores because of listeria contamination concerns. The company Sunrise Growers is recalling everything from mango chunks to sliced strawberries. They were sold at stores nationwide, including Walmart, Whole Foods, Trader Joe's, Target, and Aldi. The fruit could be contaminated with listeria, so throw it out if you have it. No one has been reported sick just yet. This is the third recall of frozen fruits this month, and you can read about the other ones on WREL.com. And you can pick up free over-the-counter medication today in Selma. NC Med Assist is hosting a free pharmacy event from 9 to 2 at Temple City Church on South Pollock Street. You can pick up cough and cold medicine, vitamins, allergy medication, and first aid supplies. It's open to anyone over 18 with no income restrictions. Congratulations are pouring in this morning for two Duke basketball players headed to the NBA. And that includes Derek Lively. It's like a dream getting started, you know. I just wish someone could pitch me and I don't wake up. And it's just, I'm, I'm so happy this happened and I'm just so happy to be a part of the league. It ain't a dream, my friend. It's real life. Lively talked about being picked 12th by the Oklahoma City Thunder, then being traded to the Dallas Mavericks. It's a big deal for Lively. His father died in 2012, and his mom has been battling cancer since 2014. Meanwhile, fellow Blue Devil Derek Whitehead was picked 22nd by the Brooklyn Nets. NC State's Terquavion Smith, though, did not hear his name called last night. And the first overall pick of the night was Victor Wambanyama. He went to the San Antonio Spurs, and he is the first number one pick ever to come from France. He was asked what he was most excited about for his move to Texas. Breakfast tacos. Nah, I heard a lot about breakfast tacos. 
<laughs> okay, breakfast tacos it is. Many experts consider him to be the best prospect since LeBron James back in 2003. Uh, maybe wow. Whataburger. Maybe go to there wow. if you're going down to Texas, buddy. Maybe they don't have breakfast tacos in France. I mean, I, I don't know, but... Such a big <laughs> night for so many of those guys. It's so exciting. All right, let's talk about the weather. Meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner following another day of rain, Elizabeth. They have crepes in uh, <laughs> yes, exactly. in France. I'm with him on the breakfast tacos. I mean, you know, it's uh, 448. I mean, we need some breakfast tacos around here. Today's going to be a much quieter day than it was yesterday. We do still have a flood watch in effect until 8 a.m. We had a round of rain overnight last night, so this sort of covers that uh, just, to, just to be on alert out there, uh, just to make sure that there's no water across the road, especially as it's dark now the sun will come up here shortly but if you're about to head out the door and it's still dark just be careful especially places that flood uh, easily uh, it could have a lot of water on them this morning not a lot of rain on the radar fortunately there's not much happening in our southern counties you might run into a little bit of drizzle a little sprinkle we'll uh, move north up the i-85 corridor and we're looking at say henderson north towards south hill this last sort of batch of rain moving through a little bit of lightning and thunder along with that but nothing severe here let's talk about our pattern this low pressure system has been hanging out with us all week, kind of like some uh, guests in your house you'd really like to go. It's actually going to pick up and start to move out. So our weather pattern changes pretty significantly by tomorrow. We don't see, you know, 70s with sunshine and low humidity, but we will see less rain. So folks should be able to get out a little more easily. Along this front, however, as all this pushes through, we're going to continue to have some scattered thunderstorms, but the low is on its way out. You can see how it's moving north and it will move out and leave us with some drier weather over the weekend. We check future cast for this morning. Again, you can see that rain that's up near the Virginia line. After that, it's just a few isolated showers for us this morning during the commute. You can see there at 9 a.m., just some widely scattered rain. This afternoon, starting at lunchtime, we have more cells that pop up. These are going to produce some heavy rain and potentially some lightning. You can see that at 2 o'clock, at 3 o'clock, uh, 5 o'clock. So we're going to continue to have another round of rain later today. But there's likely to be a bit of uh, a few breaks in the clouds that start to happen late today and this evening, and that will uh, open the door for some more sunshine for us tomorrow. We'll take a look at Franklinton, and it is damp out there right now. Our temperature is 72 degrees. We will climb up to around 80 this afternoon with, of course, a good chance of rain. It's a 70% chance today. But we drop into 40 Saturday and 20 Sunday. As our chance of rain goes down, our temperatures start to go up closer to 90 degrees. Tracking two storms now, Tropical Storm Brett and Tropical Storm Cindy here in the Atlantic. Brett is moving across the Leeward Islands right now with 60-mile-per-hour winds. It's moving west at 8 18 miles per hour, likely to dissipate by Saturday into Sunday. And then Cindy right behind it, moving northwest at 15 with 45 mile per hour winds. This one's not likely to affect land. It spins north up into the Atlantic and begins to weaken as we get into the middle of next week. So we'll watch that one, but it does look like it'll fizzle out before it approaches the United States. That's some more hot weather on the way. 91 for Sunday with just a slim chance of a storm. Monday and Tuesday, we have another front coming through that's going to bring us some rain. And then we cool back into the 80s after that. All right. Thank you, Elizabeth. She's representing Wake County on the international stage. Just ahead, meet the woman that is going for gold at the Special Olympics World Games in Germany today as another North Carolinian takes home a top prize. Plus, a battle of the billionaires could soon become a reality. Who's said to have the better chance of winning a fight between Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk? The rules are changing for the Oscars, plus which movies are eligible for one of the most prestigious awards? David Daniel explains in today's Hollywood Minute. <laughs> movies will have to play in theaters longer to be eligible for the Best Picture Oscar. 
The Motion Picture Academy's Board of Governors has expanded the requirements, though the new rules don't go into effect until January 1st, so they won't affect this year's Oscars race. Hands on! Greta Lee stars in Past Lives as a married woman who reconnects with a long-lost childhood friend. Writer-director Celine Song says Lee had the passion and strength needed for the role. I uh, love that she, at one moment, can feel like a full-grown woman, and in the next moment, she can feel like a little girl, too. And I think that that kind of uh, lovely contradiction in an actor is what I was looking for in the character of Nora, and I found it in Greta Lee. Past Lives expands to wider release this weekend. So Billy Crystal is headed to Washington, D.C. The actor and comedian is among this year's Kennedy Center honorees for lifetime artistic achievements. Also on this year's list, actor and rapper Queen Latifah and music legend Dionne Warwick. The 46th Kennedy Center honors are scheduled for December 3rd. In Hollywood, I'm David Daniel. And opera star Renee Fleming and singer-songwriter Barry Gibb are also set to receive Kennedy Center honors this year. Another local athlete will compete today in the Special Olympics World Games in Germany. Wake County's own Aaron Kegel will take part in the Artistic Gymnastics Contest. Mecklenburg County's Philip Blunt won gold in the shot put earlier this week, as well as an eighth-place ribbon in the 100-meter dash. The Special Olympics World Games wrap up Sunday with the closing ceremony. New this morning, the herd of wild horses along the North Carolina Outer Banks is growing. I want to show you this video now. A new foal living near Kerala. Her name is Doe, and she's about a month and a half old. The Kerala Wild Horse Fund wrote on Facebook that both she and her mom are in excellent shape. That's good to hear. Doe's birth means there are now 101 members of the herd, and she's one of five foals to be born this year. 101 Kerala. Hmm. Sounds like 101 Dalmatians, I guess. <laughs> new Disney movie. I have yet to see them, and I, I need to because I hear it's beautiful. Beautiful, yeah. All right, coming up, we're tracking more rain in the forecast today as you look live at Raleigh, but your weekend won't be a washout. Elizabeth Gardner has what you need to know if you're making those outdoor plans. Plus, a children's toy is causing serious injuries. What you need to know if you have this at home right now. It's a silent struggle that so many face. How veterans in Harnett County can get help with their mental health coming up. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.